0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Our text today is Shut uh, Grigoris Moshe Yereda Gimel Simen Khakhet. This is from Rosh uh, Chodesh of Tomas Lamet Gimel. It's written to Malas Kvedididi, and Miller, who is still the Rosh Roshkol in Toronto, and the subject is dishwashers. I want to try to read the whole truva together with you because I think it provides a useful illustration of what I think is a theme in Rav Moshe, which is he's really, really honest about what he can demonstrate to be Yasser and what he can't. And at the same time, he's very resistant to allowing technology to introduce radical changes in the field of halachic life. We'll see if you agree with me. So in the matter of dishwashers, uh, he says that Rabbi Miller wrote that you could resolve the dishwasher, you can kosher dishwashers by ira I mean by pouring water from a uh, from a, uh, that has been heated direct, directly over the dishwasher three times, which I assume means that you run the dishwasher on it's how to cycle three times, uh, which is a mode of koshering if some if um, something has been made trafe by having water poured on it uh, by Ericcleon by direct pouring from water that, uh, that has been directly heated. because he right Miller said a dishwasher is not worse than having trafe poured over the, uh, poured over the surface. In that way, that There's a possibility, according to the shach, that that if you pour it on food, it takes the food out and uh, of one thing and, and puts it into another. But if you pour it onto dishes, maybe nothing happens with via irakli according to the shach. And there Miller has a second fura, which I think uh, I think is somewhat more important. Uh, we'll see if Moshe agrees in the course of the triva. Which is that a dishwasher always uses soap, and soap is in no tam gum. So even if you you think against the shach that pouring hot uh, pouring hot water um, over a right, over over utensils is sufficient to remove the tam and then to re imbue it uh, in the kalim, it won't matter because the tam that is re imbued is pagum, or it doesn't add taste and can't possibly trafe. Rav Moshe's answer is he neit am nachu and hood hakel bishasat I think that your reasoning is correct, but only in a time of great need. Develo shasat chag because Rav says if it's not if it, there isn't this great need, so it's possible that the shach doesn't apply because you can say the haribim adiach kelim efshe kolashetach umeshach hakiluach me ribu hamayim is a mekomok. So the shach's logic, as Rav says, as he explained in Yeradei HaChelach uh, Aleph Simenem Bet anaf Gimel, the Shaach's logic is that when you pour something, the water directly hits the first surface, and then it drips onto the next surface, and that's considered to be as if the flow has stopped, and so it's no longer an iri klerishon, it's really an iri klisheni at best, but as much as it says dishwashers have enough water that it's possible that we consider it as if all the water is hitting all the surfaces at the same time, and he claims that there are dishwashers. He claims that actually there are dishwashers which don't just spray in predetermined patterns and everything drips off the drips off the um, drips off onto everywhere else. But actually, there are places where the entire surface, uh, right, everything is hit directly by water that uh, by water that has been itself directly heated. I don't know the reality of that. So he says, and in that case, the way he explains the shach, the shach would agree, and therefore, in such cases, we are left only with the svara that is always in soap. Okay, so what about the svara that is always in soap? And I, I think that, um, Rav Moshe presents it right. So, your salmech on shach, it's an odd shach. You can claim dishwasher different. We would be perfectly with him. I think that Rav Miller's svara would apply only bishas shach gadol. But what about the soap? So Rav Moshe says, so so the first thing he suggests is maybe there's so much water in a dishwasher that the water is not no same time lifgam. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't uh, tasted uh, water from the inside of a dishwasher. Uh, I saw recently that there was a, a CRC photo of uh, various rabbis at the CRC tasting various, I believe, various dishwasher liquids to see if they are uh, bad tasting enough. Uh, but I think that generally we'll assume that dishwasher soap doesn't taste good, and that you have to put enough in it that it affects the taste of the water to be noticing. Time they've That seems to me, um, you know, from my guess, I haven't proven it. That at least nowadays, that the reality would not um, would not support the claim. Right? And Moshe says, F, sure, I, I I think that's unlikely. Um, okay, but um, he says, "L'chaim." Therefore, because of this possibility about the soap, which I to say I think is empirically testable. And not likely to end up as a real possibility. And because of his rejection of the shach's position, mm-hmm. so the Meshire says, when somebody asks me a shaila, they buy a house. He doesn't talk about renting, but I imagine it. I don't know if it would make a difference. If you buy, if you buy a house from an Andrew that where they will not lower the price any, if you don't take the dishwasher, so the dishwasher is throw in, you don't have the option of rejecting the dishwasher without um, inc- without incurring additional costs. My position, sort of, Moshe, <laughs> I allow them to use the dishwasher a year after the non-Jew left the house, which um, I assume is just an empirical way of, of saying it's a year since the dishwasher was last used, um, right? So we're not going to get into the question now of what happens if the person tells you, that I didn't use a dishwasher for the last several years. Um, why? Because then you can add the position of the Chacham Tzvi. Now, I would add that this position of the Chacham Tzvi shows up in a lot of areas um, in Halacha. I'm going to cite it here only as Rav Moshe cites it and not discuss, and perhaps some other equation will discuss, its application to other cases. So the position of the Chacham Tzvi is So the position of the Chacham Tzvi is, so Chacham Tzvi is that actually... No, Tom survives inside Kalim. Twelve months later, as is the actual halacha that we are matir after uh, after twelve after the wine has not been in the barrel for twelve months. Um, So the right. So the Chachan Zvi holds that the tam disappears, and therefore, right. And he says the only reason generally that we forbid things after twelve months is because we're afraid that you'll permit them within twelve months, and therefore, right. He says since the Chachan Zvi's position is that there actually is no tam, so therefore, in this right, in this case where you won't, where you, you lose, you lose the money, and you get you get it a year later. I guess I should say is right. If you have to wait a year, so that doesn't help so much for rental contracts. That's why he talks about buying. Um, I don't know if he thinks it would be worth it to be matir for a two-year rental. Uh, I'm not sure, but if, um, but in the case of buying, he says, right? So we can be matir after 12 months, like the because there's no r- real Isr, There's only an Isr that you'll do it within 12 months. So, um, um, so by becomes muter because it's uh, right because we treat it as usr even when it's no same time come within 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 the 12 months. But things that. Um, we treat as mutter of his nose in talnufgam. We continue to treat as usser uh, after after twelve months. But Rav says, okay, but still in practice, there's no real, there's no real um, iser, and therefore he's willing to be matir in the case of uh, in the case of dishwashers uh, if there is a um, if there is a But he says, but if look, you didn't have a choice, right? This was the only house you could buy or the only house you could buy is a house, that, but you can't buy a house with a kosher dishwasher, and you can't buy a house where there's no dishwasher and you have the option of adding in a dishwasher, I guess. I don't know uh, how he deals with installation costs. And your wife, or she assumes that the wives do the dishes. Uh, your wife is weak. Or she simply doesn't have time. This is much more practical to hand wash the dishes because she has to take care of children. hakel so the Moshe says, in such cases where you have a mitigating circumstance that your wife really can't do the dishes and you couldn't buy another house with a, right, with a kosher dishwasher or cheaper without a dishwasher, um, so that counts as uh, that tzorach gadol. But when there's no great need, then one is, is appropriate uh, to be machmir and not use a dishwasher. Okay, so so far... Um, Ray Miller presents two reasons uh, to be mature. One is according to the shach that it's not worse than ira And Ramusha says, but I can construct a, either reality um, or I can hold like the other positions. And the pas- right. and he says that there's always so. Ramosha constructs an alternate possibility, and he ends up saying, you know what, your sfera are a really pretty pretty a good uh, pretty good sfera, but I won't be mature, I won't be matir without seref gadol, except maybe after a year. But then you know that's that's softened, even within a year if there's a real need. Um some Ikhar Haddin, it's pretty clear that Ramosha thinks it's mutter and that there is a resistance to saying that it's mutter, even though the logic is good. And now I think we get to hur really is the heart of the Truva. Umashir Kadeshkvo Turaso, but Remiller had a third Svara. The Kemosha Hitiru Beshefa Heter Basiman Saritetsi of Zain, Kimokinia Mutr Hishtam Kele Mishum Darili Olom Yebinosa and Tamlifkam. Okay, so now he's going to say Remiller has a svarah has a beyond the fact that we use the soap. The first svarah was, let's use a dishwasher now, because we're using it with soap, and therefore it won't trace the dishes. But Remiller actually had a, a cleverer svarah as Moshe points, which is that maybe dishwashers are a situation where you always use it with soap, and if you always use it with soap, so then the general prohibition against l- doing things l'chatechilah with no saying tam lifgam um, won't apply. Um, right? Dishwashers are just kosher because you always use them with soap. And so the Shulchan Aruch talks about it. the following situation where you have kalim that have absorbed um, tref tam, but the normal use of this kalim or the exclusive use of this kalim is with so much heter that even if the tam is extruded again from the pot, it will always be batal b'shishim. So the Shulchan Aruch says, says that's mutter. So Ray Miller said, if Shulchan says that's mutter, so just like, um, just like, wait, why is it mutter? It's mutter because you can't end up with tray food. So here too, in a dishwasher, you can't end up with tray foods, right? So therefore, dishwashers will all be fine. Rav Moshe says, Lo nira That doesn't seem right to me. That's only true when you're going to be That's only true when you're going to be hu because there Rabbi Moshe says once it's is as if it as if it doesn't exist and therefore when you cook it's as if there's no there's no trace tam even no tam left there's nothing traif in your in um in your pot avelobino stin tam left that doesn't apply to no tam lifgam. where there is taste ela shuhufgam va daien lahatir right because then you really are putting tref tom into your pot. It's not that it doesn't exist, it's just that it's not asering. Okay, that's a very lumdish chiluk, and I have my doubts of what, whether moshe, whether what really matters to a moshe is the conceptual notion that there is a tom, just that it doesn't have a halachic effect, as opposed to that there's no tom at all. And he adds further, <speaking in Russian> We don't necessarily agree with the Shulchan Aruch, that the fact that it will always be used in a way that makes it is mudder, that's a much better argument. Uh, he says, what 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 about, you know, do we usually pass along like that or not? So he says, Okay, he says really, in practice, what do people do about this machl, they say, you know what? You need two things. You need shefa hetter. You need the fact that it's always battle and no sin tam lefgam. But in your case, there's only one of those. There's only one of those factors, like um, right, Because we're not Matri no sin tam by itself. The We're only Matri no tam l'ifgam with bittel. So your claim that we can use no tam and the fact that it's always no sin tam lefgam, that seems to him not convincing. So that's an interesting argument. One could certainly see both sides of that. Um, Right, Rav Moshe says, but the is says, right, really, um, even the Shulchan Aruch matir b'shepa even without no seintam right? not kiminag he would not allow it but no seintam because of his lambdish distinction. Okay, right, so here again, Rav Miller has a third argument, Rav Moshe has a technical argument against it, you can certainly see it both ways, he's already been matir b'shah t'sorach gadol anyway, so rejecting this for Rav Miller, like, what does it do? Right? It's a third Svar anyway, so it should just get you to a little bit less Shasat And now I think we get to what is the core of this Tshavuch. But according to what you're saying, He says, if you were right, Rav Miller, it would turn out that according to this position of the Shulchan Arach, which you're understanding to mean, that whenever you there's a situation that you don't have to worry will ever lead to actual iser, so we don't make any we don't make any xeros, and therefore right and therefore you great right, you can do things um, um when there's no risk that you'll end up doing them be iser. it'll turn out that you can actually use um, there's no need to kashr a dishwasher at all because so no, you're always going to do it with soap so there's no risk of the can- uh, of of asher the kelim and more, and more than this, you could wash treif and kosher dishes together, and you could wash wash watch, you could wash fleischig and milkic dishes together in a dishwasher, because the, because the dishwasher will never make anything treif, because it's always going to be nosin tam lefgam And this is certainly impossible to say. Why is it impossible to say? Um, Not at all clear why it's impossible to say, except that Moshe can't imagine that anyone would really pask in this way. And I think that's, again, that's because he can't imagine that a technological shift will so radically change the nature of our our halachic practice. I think that's the only reason that I can give for it now. He says, "Now, maybe, maybe my logic doesn't apply. Maybe your, maybe your argument won't actually lead to this impossibility." Now he thinks that this impossibility disproves Rabbi Miller. Right? If Rabbi Miller's argument would lead to the Shulchan Aruch allowing you to wash to wash uh kosher and trafe dishes together in dishwasher, then it must be wrong. Because maybe it'll tell you the difference, right? Because about washing them together in a dishwasher, you could say, no, that's forbidden because we're afraid that you'll wash them together in some other context where there is no soap, even if not in a dishwasher. And even you're going to say, okay, in, in, in a dish, you're going to say, in a, in a um, the dishwasher uses soap, but uh, we can, but maybe you'll do another dishwasher. But he says, no, that, I don't buy that distinction, since in fact the dishwasher always, uh, always use uses soap so you can't make a decree lest you wash it in something else. Therefore, there is no basis for usering a dishwasher lest you come to wash it without soap somewhere else. Therefore it turns out, Ray Miller, that you must be wrong because you lead to a wild heter that I don't think is possible. Um right, so it says therefore, right, um since it, you since your logic leads to the possibility of using dishwashers for trafe and kosher together, therefore um, therefore even the Shulchan Aruch must, not, um, must disagree with you and I must be right that the logic of Shefaheter applies only to bittel and not to Nosin Tam Lifgam and your logic is completely off however he says at the end of the day you're still right, um, right? and without Starech Gadol you can be maturate only after uh, after 12 months Okay, so if we were just trying to summarize aloha, we'd say Ramosha says that after twelve months you can be maturid a dishwasher pretty straightforwardly. Um, within twelve months you can be matir only if it's Sarath gudol, but Sarath Guttal is defined fairly weakly, um, right? It means that if your wife, as he says it, um, right. But imagine whoever whoever is responsible for washing the dishes, just, right? Nobody's capable of washing the dishes. Nobody has the time to, um, or right because of, right because of childcare. So it's a pretty right. Mean, he's he's really pretty makil that you can do it the uh, R- 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 Miller's way by running it through uh, running it through three times. But at the end of the day, um R- R- Moshe seems to uh, right his his of Miller's logic um, in the third argument is really pretty wild. He says if you were if you were right, then it would lead to a heter. Why can't that heter be true? Because it can't be. Now, the Shulchan Aruch presumably didn't think about um didn't know about dishwashers so the claim that the Aruch couldn't have meant this because if he meant this then it would lead to a radical technological change that uh, that's a pretty strange argument now, you could argue that the that if that the logic of the dishwasher would also apply to any other pot where um, or any other dishwashing tub where you simply had the custom of um, of putting soap in and so the Moshe could be arguing that Nobody ever suggested that a dishwashing tub in which you which you always use with soap would um would be, would be, would be muttered to wash milk inflated dishes together, and therefore it can't be true of a um of a dishwasher either but um i don't know I think that it's reasonable to argue that dishwashers are something not thought of previously. Because the whole labor of washing the dishes is simply squirting the soap in, and right, there isn't a judgment call and there's no real reason that you would ever um, try to run a, try to run a dishwasher with dishes in it without soap, but would the, the logic be it doesn't affect your hands? Um, so I think that's a that's a difficult argument. so my what comes you know, so I think that motion says it can't be said at all but it's very hard to imagine that it can't be said at all that, that the Shulchan Aruch really means that. Um, right, that, the Shulchan Arif, that So what? The Shulchan Aruch didn't mean it, but it turned out that way with later technology. So I think Rav Moshe really means that I'm not willing to accept any argument that will allow this technology to radically change the Alachic experience of washing dishes. Um, okay, I am welcome, uh, welcome arguments that Rav Moshe's technical arguments are really dispositive here. Um, or other ways of understanding of Moshe uh, that don't yield uh, my conclusion. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.